This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Mole from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. My business associate was telling me a story like in his early 30s where he first came into the financial advice space in 1987. So that was around the time of the stock market crash. And during that time, it was commission-only sales where he had to make he would make his money as a percentage of the funds under management and then also for writing plans and charging for one-off advice. The challenge was... Back then, they didn't even have a retainer. So they had a retainer that he could use, but then he'd have to pay it back at the end. Um, Why I bring the story into it is because he made a call with his insurance that he might, in hindsight, he wished he had a change because what happened is he had two young children. They've just brought a new home with a mortgage on it. And then his wife was diagnosed with cancer. And then for the next eight years after work, he would have to come home and nurse her because um, she was given six months to live, but she ended up living for another eight years. So you can imagine, you know, the the state and the, the health and what that experience was like. And if he had have had insurance, income insurance for her and life insurance um, to the same level of cover that he had, it would have taken a lot of that burden and that financial strain off. So I think in life we we sort of expect the best will happen to us. But statistically speaking, some of us will pass away and we want to make sure that the interests of our family are looked after. Sure, there's a certain negative narrative around life insurance um, and different types of insurances because, you know, they've they've been um, cowboys of such. They've been commission-driven salespeople that are selling the commission, not necessarily the best product. And then you've got life insurance institutes that are trying to find reasons not to pay out. But if it's done right and you read the wording and you understand the differences between the different policies, then it can work out very well. So there's two key principles with life insurance that you need to adhere by to ensure that you're paid out accordingly if something happens to you. So the first one is you need to act with the most with the utmost good faith. So don't be misleading, don't withhold information and be as transparent and honest as you can because it's all very well to get cheap payments while you're alive, but you got to remember what the purpose of the cover is and that's to look after the people that matter most in your life. So it's better to lean into the resistance, be honest, tell the truth or at least don't lie. The second thing you need to have is an insurable interest. So there has to be a reason for the cover so that could be an insurance for yourself, a family member, a business partner. But you can't necessarily insure Barry down the road because there's not an insurable interest. There's not a reason for that cover. Um, so those are the two key principles to think about. And when should you consider having life insurance? Well, the general rule is you have dependents. So you have someone, if something happens to you, they could be impacted in a dramatic way. So you want to make sure they're looked after. 
They could be children, family members, partners. So if you don't have that, you might need to think, well, do I even need life insurance and what's the, the necessity of that? Now, when you get a life insurance cover, there are some key add-ons that are usually part of it. You can have a children's funeral cover, which basically means if there's an accidental death, if they die by accident, you can have some immediate expenses paid out to cover the immediate expenses, should I say. The second one is funeral cover. So usually you want to have a part of your life insurance that pays out within 24 to 48 hours after receiving the death certificate. So you provide the death certificate to the provider and then you get you know a small lump sum to cover the cost because funerals cost anywhere between 10 and 20,000. A lot of the Polynesian community, they have um, large tangis um, or large funerals where people get together and there's quite a huge cost to it. Um, even just a cremation can cost anywhere between three and $5,000. So you want to make sure there's an immediate cash flow for your family. Um, there's also usually a 12-month terminal illness cover. So if you uh, are going to die, uh, you've given a diagnosis that you're going to be terminal ill in the next 12 well, you're going to pass away in the next 12 months and they'll pay out um, some of the sum in advance. So those are sort of the general covers. And then you want to think about the premium structures. What are the different premium structures and what makes the most sense for, for me? Well, the two main types are level and step. So think about leveled as where it just stays the same for life. Stepped means it increases in step. So you can have a step premium that's yearly, so every year that you increase, or it could be stepped term premium structure, which basically means for a certain period of time, say five years, stays the same, but then increases by 5%. There's also um, a premium freeze option, which instead of you increasing your premiums, what you do is you decrease the level of cover that you have. So those are the premium structures to think about. The other thing to think about um, with life insurance is really the type. So there's two main ones. There's term life insurance and there's whole life insurance cover. So really what a whole life insurance cover is for the life of the policy um, you pay a premium provider, you pay the premium, you're covered for life. Term life is really for a period of time and is more of a cheaper option. And you really got to ask yourself, do you really want to be in a position where you're paying increasing premiums for the life of the policy to help your children instead of actually necessarily using KiwiSaver? Like KiwiSaver could be a great vehicle to look after your family or the house or even just having an account set aside that... In the event you pass away, they have access to it, so then they're not necessarily struggling for funeral costs. So you, you really got to weigh up if there's really a benefit for you. And some of the historic life insurance covers have a secondary market where you're able to sell it on to someone else. Um, it's less of a common practice. There's less of um, benefits or saving schemes. Once upon a time, the insurance would be a combination of a saving scheme as well as an insurance cover. And then you could take it out at a certain stage of your life. And they used to really promote that because they didn't expect people to live as long as they have. Um, Google was saying not too long ago that the people that will live to age 150 have already been born. So we're growing um, each, each year. Uh, the age that we live is increasing because technology and the health sector are keeping us afloat. There's even Elon Musk where he's... Um, creating Neuralink where you can um, help improve the connection between the brain and the spinal cord. So if you're tetraplegic, it can help you walk again. Um, even dementia, if you start having calcification of the brain or from a lack of sleep, you start losing your ability to retain uh, information. 
there could be a way where um, you have half cyborg, half human, where it sort of integrates those two issues within your brain and mirrors what it should or how it should react. So that's the idea of life insurance. If you want to f- try and find a provider or a broker, um, Financial Advice New Zealand uh, has a list of different advisors and you can um, filter by what their competencies are, um, what their talents are. You might even have um, an advisor that's all-encompassing him. All enc- can't even say words, mate. But the idea is you can either find the specialist that really focuses on this area or you can find a holistic approach. I find specialists are generally better because they get down to the final nitty-gritty of the policy itself. And it's not just about having the cheapest, it's making sure that um, with you being acting with the utmost good faith and being completely honest about your prior medical conditions and um, that you're a smoker, non-smoker, that you're completely honest and that the claim is actually the more important thing, the percentage of claims that are approved um, by that provider because why would you pay for something that's not going to deliver? Um, so look at the underlying wording. There's also disclosure statements. So you always look at, just like with the police, you look at the motive and you look at evidence. So the motive is insurance brokers are usually paid by commission. So you want to look at their disclosure statement to see how they're paid and to make sure that the recommendations they make are justified by the benefit to you, not necessarily the benefit to them. But it's not necessarily a bad model provided um, that they act with integrity because it's better than you paying them. It's a free service. So just combine those few things and you should be fine with the life insurance cover. And if any of you can take the time to just subscribe to this YouTube video um, or if you're listening on the podcast, just take the time to um, to give us a review. Just be completely honest. If it's a five-star, give it a five. If it's a one-star, just tell us how we can make it better for you. And the only reason I ask that you do that is it just means more people have the opportunity to better financial advice. And we don't want instances, especially with insurance, like my business associate had to go through in his 30s. So we don't like to think about it as... Um, think about the bad things until they happen, but that doesn't mean they're not going to happen. Like your head might be in the sand, but the waves are still going to hit you. So on that note, um, once again, thank you, nzaudioeditors.com. If you're looking to run your own digital events, I'm not sure how to do it, hit them up. Um, He's been pumping them out. I don't know how he has time to do all the things that he does. Uh, Also, kombucha, mate. He's he's all about, he's making his own kombucha. He's a personal trainer. Um, Yeah, I don't know how he finds the time. But on that note, I really appreciate the time you took to listen to this, guys. And we're going to um, start bringing more guests in and more people into the podcast once we're liberated by from the shackles of lockdown. So on that note, uh, thank you again, and uh, we'll talk soon.